Welcome to the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Your number one Orlando City podcast for the fans, by the fans. Keeping you in the know on all things Orlando City since 2018. Welcome to another edition of the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Playoff match one is in the books. At home, at Exploria, one nothing. Poppy special, good good guys win. Lions win. Um, we took out Nashville. I'm pumped up. Uh, it was an electric atmosphere. It was a golazo, which we'll get into in a little bit. But I'm here with uh, my buds here, Mike. Explain the the workhorse, the Lou uh, the Lou Gehrig here of uh, of podcast this year. How are you doing today, buddy? Oh, man, I hope that that nickname is not a bad omen of any sorts. Uh, <laughs> not to get get dark right off the bat, but I'm doing all right, man. I'm hanging in there. Um, uh, you know, celebrated my ninth anniversary uh, over the weekend, so didn't get a chance to uh, uh, to watch the game live, but gave it a rewatch this morning, uh, interrupted our anniversary dinner uh, with a very loud shriek once I saw the highlight of the goal. Um, and uh, other people looked at me in the restaurant um but they 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 understood uh but it was uh it was a good time uh, obviously missed being at the stadium but you guys ended up showing out uh looked like it was a great atmosphere and uh i'm pumped to get the win yes uh what did your uh significant other your your, your lady there say when you that shriek How uh, was uh, so she she had <laughs> gone to the she had gone to the restroom and i nice. had brought up while she was in the bathroom i brought the stream up from the apple app on my phone and uh, I was like, kind of just like holding my phone, watching the game, and I was like, "Yeah, no." This, this, this. She's like, "Do you have soccer on?" <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, just the highlights." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the you were, but you were asking for it that night. I, yeah. I, I played it well. I waited for her to go to the bathroom before I started uh, peeping at anything there. That's good. I would have gone too. You know what? I gotta go to the restaurant too. Let me watch that real quick. Like, he's, been, he's been in there for about forty-five minutes plus <laughs> yeah, seven minutes exactly. of stoppage time. Like, <laughs> right. We're like, bro, <laughs> that's the truth, man. Yeah, like, Cleon, buddy, how you you got to the game because I always take a little peek to see if you're there because we had a winning streak when you weren't there. So I was like, oh, at first you weren't there because it, it was hard. The parking was nuts, right? I mean, a bunch of people. The certain parking spots were closed, and yeah. then I parked in my usual convenience store, you know, uh, right there, and then. Um, and then some people parked on the side, and then when I came out, a bunch of people had parking tickets because <laughs> they were like VIP parking, forty bucks, and they got parking tickets. So, Cleon, did you did you make it late because of of, of tourists not knowing the proper uh, bag size? Because, bro, my fat butt was jogging to the stadium, and I I got I gave tickets to a friend from church, and it, it, he brought his baby. He's a big fan, and um, I told him, bro, it, it, he said, I said, make sure you know, you, you, I'm gonna give you a ticket because I don't make it early. And then he's like, no, I usually do. He sent me a t- uh, thing like a 615. I'm in the seats. And I said, I'll, I'll, I'll see you around the anthem. And they were like, and the home of the brave right at the stairs. I made it just in time. <laughs> so how, how, I saw that you came a little late, but you were there. Yeah, man. Um, My boy blue, my boy blue over there in parking. He had to, Um, it was, it was packed, man. It was packed. So he ended up, he ended up having to park me pretty much in the entrance. Right. So like nobody was getting out until I was until I was the last one. I was the last one in, and he's like, "Look, I need you to be the first one out." Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> I okay. need you to be the first one out because I literally have to put you like in the entrance way. The entrance way of what? What do you mean? Of the parking lot. Oh, which oh, okay. like like they <laughs> like if if I was gonna linger in the stadium, no one was getting home until I got there <laughs> to move my car. That's that crazy. that was the situation. That's so, crazy. And then um. I'm ashamed to admit this part of it. Once I got to the stadium, mind you, I had I had my extra seat up for sale. Um, for people that don't know, my seats are in the disabled section, right? The the parts where the where the fold-out chairs are. Um, because uh, you know, originally in between my dad, um, when my dad used to come to the games, um, and then then my wife, ex-wife's sister also was is disabled. So um, you know, we stayed we stayed in those we had that's where so that's where the seats are. Um, I'm superstitious, so I don't move things. That and I also like the view, so I'm not going to move them anyway. Um, so my other, my extra seat I had up for sale. I had no clue it sold. So when I showed up to the stadium late, 
there was um there was a there was a guy and his girlfriend. The girlfriend seemed like the bigger fan for sure. I don't know if she listens. She seems like a, a huge Orlando City um uh fan. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if she listens to the podcast or if she's like on OC Twitter or something like that. But um I was too embarrassed from my behavior to to ask or or acknowledge that I'm from the podcast, all this type of stuff. So when I get there, um they're in my seat. Right? Yeah. So do I see she's in a wheelchair and she's the only actual actual wheelchair person that's in the wheelchair uh-huh. section? Yes. But uh-oh. I like, sell. I only your... sell my seat number twenty-seven, not twenty-eight, oh, not the one here. in the very corner. That's my seat. Oh no! Are I'm you the only one that sits in that section. Your superstition led to right led to something. Easily, I could have just moved over to the right, down about two, and let her stay there. But bro, I have to be in my seat, and so I was like, mm. I was like, oh, I didn't. For, first we had to figure. She was like, oh no, we have twenty-seven and twenty-six, and I was like. No, 27 is mine. That's literally my, my thing. I have 28 and I have 27. Then I realized she had bought my ticket, right? My ticket that I had up for sale. I never got an alert, so I had no clue come walking into the stadium that, that I only had one. So long story short, did I make her have to slide over out of my number 28 into the 27? Yes, I did. <laughs> and I feel horrible about it. But I'm super superstitious, and this is a playoff game on top of that. And yes, I did have to. I did have to make them kind of slide down some. Wow, you know, I, I wish sat I had there... it me just to stay in, the, just to move to the 26. But Wait, I, I can't. You, I can't. You, I can't do you, it. What is the target you say to? No. So myself. I apologize to you, Miss Lady. She was a good yeah, sport about it, but you was. know, it was it was very it was very um a a holeish. For hey, me to have to make her slide down. Hey, Cleon, look as a superstitious sports fan. Too. Love you. She's a big fan. I hope she. I hope she's a fan. I hope she's a fan of the show and she listens. Yeah. And because she definitely, she's definitely a huge fan. So it was nice to see that. We did talk I, all I, during the game, so it okay, wasn't like I, animosity or nothing like it that. It was animosity. Okay, as a superstitious fan, I could respect that. And um, if she was, uh, if she was a, 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 if she was a real fan, and you told her it's superstition. Then uh, she she would understand, I think, personally. So, and I've sat next to Cleon before, and uh, I got there before Cleon did, and Cleon made me scoot over too. So, that's just what he does. I'm not disabled though, so a little different. But you know, you, you are. Uh, I know you are superstitious like that. So, yeah. So, um, it, you know, I was um, I was uh, walking to the match, running late. I saw Notorino looking handsome with a scarf. And I said, congrats on your UEFA license. And he said, ciao. I was like, man, what a cool guy. This guy's fantastic. So anyway, well, well, Clayton, let me know if you got everything all set. But well, let's go into – we're going to get into the recap of the, the the match now. Huge match. A lot to be excited about uh, performance-wise. Um, so before we do that, let's get into our sponsors. We got um, we got Icon Mortgage, I believe that's what it's called, with um, Leo Gonzalez. The rates are getting higher. You just need experts. Sometimes they they could hold the rates. They could do different things to make um, make it work for you. There's also ways to take advantage of the equity you've been building as well. So reach out to an expert. Those are expensive financial decisions. Don't don't just guess. Don't just go online. You know, reach out to an expert. Leo's that expert. You could message him or message us, and we'll get you connected to uh, Leo Gonzalez. Uh, you also have myself a comparing insurance agency. Insurance is crazy in the state, and uh, I like to. Think I'm an expert, so if I if I could help, I can. I'll either tell you I have something better, or I'll tell you what you have is good. I'll just shoot straight, and we'll keep it simple. No, no kind of pressure or anything like that. I'm here to help. And then we have Field Turf USA Champions League is on. Um, most of those big pitches, Madrid, Chelsea, Arsenal, all of these places have you know uh, Field Turf, or as they're known in their parent company, Tarket Products. Um, also you get to see some cool pitches like in green, like Iceland and stuff like that, where they, um, inner cities where they, they make pitches where any conditions where, where football can get spread nationwide, a beautiful game. So th- those are our sponsors, um, for now, let's get into the, this game. Um, it was, uh, one, nothing gutsy, it, it gutsy. I would call it gutsy. Yes. But for a one nothing poppy special, it didn't feel like a poppy special in that there was no real suffer ball. I, I think at the end there was some hairy moments, but it didn't feel like, you know, what I always call the Alamo, where we're just sitting back and just getting pelted. It didn't feel like that. It felt like we we when when we did have the lead and we're sitting back when Nashville put people forward, put numbers forward, 
are we we had counterattacking options now were we clinical in the final third no no we weren't we we could have had some other goals in the first half we should have had should have had two goals um there was a chance duncan had he just didn't get the ball out of his feet shot it with the left shot it wide duncan's such a clinical finisher all the numbers show that normally he probably puts that one away i think uh, Fagundo had a shot with his right foot. Uh, was, that was surprising. Really, you know, in the like almost like maybe eight yards away. Joe and uh, Joe Smith, State Trooper Joe Smith, did a did a pretty de- did a good job saving that. That could have been another one. Angulo had a chance. He he did you know his homage to Rivas and skied it, and uh, I think it got deflected, but still. And then Mauricio was in the yes, box. bro. And uh, and that was right in front of you, Cleon, right? Oh, yeah, my, man. My buddy that I, I watched a match with, AJ, he said that – I said, why did he touch that? He should have just shot it. One touch. You know, one time shot it, right? And then he just, he He's like, always no. looking. He's always looking for yeah, another he's, guy, I said, He was I right said, in front of goal. Like, bro, I said, shoot the ball. Yeah, he said, no, the guy got the ball first. I said, no, if he if Mm-mm. he wasn't he wasn't looking to shoot. He was looking the, one last quick second to, to see if he could make a pass, you know, and then – and, then, and so if, to me, if you set your body right on that play and go for a shot, you know what happens, Cleon? You either hit the ball or the guy goes through you and you get a penalty, right? You set, get your base, get your shot, you know, get the motion for a shot. He was just, it was almost like he was just there. He wasn't like w- b- blocking out or anything. He was just stood there. So that, that should have been a goal. And I've seen this guy hit 30 yard diagonals on his left foot. You telling me he can't shoot from the eight yard box. So we, we were, we almost got an argument. I was like, he was like, no, he, he got, I'm like, bro. You're a professional. You've been a DP two to you know three of the last four years or whatever. You can't shoot with your left foot from eight yards, like you know. So um, it didn't end up costing us. But my point is, I thought we had some good chances. It didn't feel like we just hung on or we got a lucky goal. The one goal was uh, at Prisoner Roman. I said it was the best goal ever. Maybe it isn't, but it was just so good. The way Nashville sits so deep. There's going to be spaces to shoot out, uh, you know, from the top of the box. Cesar had a really good chance at the top of the box that got blocked. Another one that just went wide. Um, Wilder had another one that just went wide to the left. And then Wilder just, it, you know, lined it up. And it was great because you heard the, the, the wall say, shoot. And there was like this moment of silence. And, man, he, he, he got that foot wrapped around that ball. And that thing was like, bro, it looked like a, looked like a, a great curveball. Just – Went outside. It looked like you know three or four yards outside the 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 um, the post, and it just curled in top corner off the crossbar. I love a goal off the crossbar. That sound is up there for when you make a golf shot. That glug 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 when it goes in the hole. A baby giggle, the first time a baby says a word, he says your name, and then the crossbar goals. Those are the, my top four right there. <laughs> so so that that goal is just absurd. Top top bins, spider webs, pick that up. I mean. I lost my mind when that happened, and one uh, zero that that was the winner. And uh, yeah, what do you think, Mike? What do you think about the game? Am I wrong? Comfortable one nothing? Uh, how did it look on TV on the on the replay? So for me, um, rewatching it, watching the highlights, there realistically was two great opportunities that we allowed to Nashville. Um, two times that our defense got lost and allowed clear-cut chances that realistically, if Nashville could finish, would have probably been goals. With that being said, we had our highest number of shots that we've had in a game all season. We were absolutely peppering them. I got to give them credit because they are excellent at blocking shots. There was quite a few shots that Angulo got off, Dagger got off, um, Facundo got off, that these shots were just well-blocked before they even got to Joe Willis. So like got to give them credit for, for being, being able to handle that. But I'm going to say that, you know, that kind of level of blocking shots, we have to make a plan to try and exploit that in the next game, because now this next game is must win for them. Like it's win or go home. We have to make sure that the chances that we're, we're probably going to play a little bit more defensively, but we got to make sure that we go in this and we, we, take those chances and we're beating those blocks. That's really what's going to be most important for me. But before I start talking about the, ne- the next game, I just want to say realistically team performance was absolutely excellent. Like I said, there's really only two chances that they got. There was one like, you know, decent save Pedro had to make. And then there was one amazing save that he made that ended up being offsides uh, on surge. But um, defense did its job, 
held its own. Would have loved to see more goals go in, but they're a tough defensive team. So you take the one that you can get, and that's one of the sexiest goals we're ever going to see in purple. Um, and I don't think that we're reaching by saying that. Um, it's funny how you're talking about like bar down being one of the best sounds in the world. I, I sent that goal to my good friend, Pat, who's a big hockey guy. And I'm just like, I know that hockey guys and soccer guys can all appreciate a bar down shot. And he's like, God damn, man, what the heck was that? Oh, that was, yeah. that was incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. so it was just, uh, it was just good to see, you know, obviously excellent goal. We had a solid turnout for a Monday night game that kicked off, uh, while most people are still dealing with their commute home from work. Uh, so um, you know, I'll, I'll definitely take it. And uh, we got one more to go. Let's knock them out before the international break. Let's not let this go to a game three. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely. I mean, you, when you have when you have a, a three game series like this, and you have two home matches, you, you don't need you, the ideal is to not have that second home match, not need it, right? So we've been the best road team all season. So I don't see why we couldn't we couldn't you know knock them out. But but before we get to that, Cleon, what do you think about the the match? Uh, um, also, I want to point out Pedro some good saves because after that Wilder shot, man, Honey Mukta shot him for like forty, and Wilder. Is yes, a, bro, a, I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pedro doesn't put a glove on that. Uh, he, he hurt his finger a little bit. He doesn't put a hand. That, that's going to go in off the crossbar probably and bar down into the goal. And then then he had one that I don't know if it was a deflection or he just guessed and he stuck a, he stuck that foot out and stopped it. He had some two good saves. And then, then if you want to see an incredible save, it was offside by storage by a mile. But somehow point blank, Pedro stopped, uh, stopped him too, man. He, storage had himself trash of a night. What a waste of money that guy is. Um, but, yeah, go ahead, Clem. Yeah. Yeah, that Pedro one, man, that thing. That thing scared the life out of all of us over there in that south side, and and scared the life out of Pedro too, man. He sat, he stayed on the ground after that. We were all sitting there talking about it, we were like, oh, was he hurt? And everyone was like, yeah, I think he's just shook, <laughs> like that. Like was not expecting that, man. That shot from out there, and I, I, I don't think he even got a hand on it, honestly. I haven't seen it on, on TV, but live, it didn't. It really, ain't, I don't, I'm not too sure he even got a hand on it. Um, I think he did, but but I don't know. Either but he, way, he, yeah, it looked like. From that side, from that angle, it looked like it was just going to be a, like a high shot. And but it just kept dipping. So then it was like, wait, this thing's going to drop. Like, I mean, actually, not even high shot. It originally looked like it was just going to come to Pedro and he would just be able to catch it. You know what I mean? But it was just it just kept carrying. And then it then it had that drip, that little drop at the end. And it was like, bro, what? Like that was scary. That, that was that like was a knuckleball, scary, man. That was yes, like bro, a knuckleball. Scary. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, right at your view, right? I mean, that's coming yeah, right at you. Yeah, yeah. And it was right at Pedro's too. He saw it the whole time. It's just it. It was it was uh. Was that was that shot was hard to judge, man? I'm telling you, it looked like it was just gonna come and he'll just be able to comfortably catch it, but it just it kept carrying. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, I would I would agree with you, Eddie. I think it was one nothing, but it felt like a comfortable one nothing. If that's a thing, um, or as comfortable as a one nothing can be, um, yeah, there was some hairy times, but I mean, they had some hairy times from us too. So I mean, at the end of the day, it was you know it was balanced out. Um, as far as the scores, like, I mean, it's Nashville, you know what I mean? It was like I, I think it didn't feel like poppy ball because I don't think necessarily I don't think it was at least what we like. Yes, it was it was a poppy it was a poppy um poppy special score line but i don't think that was uh i don't think those were poppy uh uh, uh um i don't think tactics. those were poppy tactics yeah, yeah i think I mean, that, that was more I mean, that was i think that was more natural um yeah. just doing what natural does which is just sit way back there and that's how they're gonna play like like uh this, this whole this whole playing for penalties and this that and people complain about the playoff before it even before they even saw it and things like that this was le legit. This was like the only team where I was looking ahead of time, being like, "Like, eh, they'll play for penalties." <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. they kind of did. Um, well, well, I think they uh, opened up more a little bit. No, they because, did. Once they went yeah, down, they opened up. Yeah, yeah they just we, couldn't if, do anything. If, if it was aggregate, they would have. They would have oh, closed down shop. 100%, because they uh, allowing a second goal like that would have been a disaster. You know, and and, and so I they feel like down shop even more. And I feel like that's what it would have been for everyone. Um, so that's why I never really agreed with that theory that like it would lead to like, you know, people, it just didn't, doesn't make sense. Uh, there's no reason to, um, aggregate is the one that 
makes people play that way because you're trying to protect the score line. You know what I especially mean? Especially when you add away goals too. Yeah, That's yeah. Like doubles it's it's basically you just you basically just have it's a knockout. You play the game the way you play a knockout game every game, basically, because um, it's just there's no re- there's nothing to save. That's why you saw a lot of teams early once they got down one or two goals, they got blown. They got the doors blown off because they had they weren't trying to protect the lead. They were just trying to they were trying to force their way back into it. So um so far, I mean this ain't a conversation about play about the playoff thing, but I mean so far it's it's fine to me. Um but the, our game itself, yeah, it was it was hairy. We got we got the job done. Um I really don't want a game three. I just don't, you know, if if you could promise me we'll win the game three, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, you just you don't want to risk that. You don't want to risk that. So um I also don't see us going up there trying to play for no penalties. Um, so I, I 100% expect us to go out there and try to win game two at all costs. Yeah, I, I, I agree for sure. And and look, I mean, some of these stats were staggering. Like you were talking about it earlier, Mike, 25 shots to seven. But five were on target. A lot of blocking, a couple misses, 59% possession, 41. Um, and uh, – and that's that's how Nash, Nashville doesn't care about position. The problem with Nashville is they kind of only have one way of playing at this point. If Andy Mukhtar doesn't make something happen, if you uh, you can just keep your keep your focus and minimize their chances, and, um, then they they're they're not that dynamic of a team where they're going to score on you. I think I heard a stat out when we were doing the dad pod. I think the Nashville's two ten and two when they when they get scored on first. So I mean, it's just so if you you could score on them first. You, you, they have a tough time coming back, and they get out of their their Brexit ball four four two there, you know, two lines of four, and kick the heck out of everybody and flop a system and just knock it to the big the big English Brexit striker, knock it down to the little guy. You know, it's just man, this is like, bro, this is like nineteen seventy two Notts County football national plays. You know, if you if you could uh <laughs> if you could uh manage to to just keep your focus, don't let them get in your head, and don't lose your shape. Um, especially with Hamuktar, how, how much he floats, then then Na- Nashville is a good matchup for us because we can play football terrorism too, man. There's no problem. Oscar don't, doesn't mind that. This team, uh, you can say what they, what you want about it. Some suffer ball we've played, but we've played it and we've won with it. We've managed it, and sometimes being able to have that in your in your your golf club, you know, your your golf bag, your tool set, being able to know how to suffer, being able to know how to hang on. Being able to know how to win late, being able to to attack with the ball and without, that makes us a dangerous team in this playoffs. I think, and I I think if you watch the games, the matches closely, the games closely, you see that within a game. We counterattack sometimes, we sit back sometimes, we press, and we were on the ball creating chances. Especially this time, where um, because the Nash was so compact, we we used our fullbacks for whiff a lot. And uh, if you look at the heat map or you the passing map, Angulo. And um, Pereira and uh, and Faku and Duncan are all very close to each other. Duncan often dropped back into the midfield for a hold up, and and or they'd send a long ball to him, and Faku would be the one, or Mauricio would would win the the second ball, the knockdown. So it was it was cool to see that interchange, and it gave Nashville some some problems too, for sure. So guys, speaking of that, I thought we had a, a pretty solid performance considering we we came off of a. A long break of international break. Some of our players had gone, will, um, oh, you know, to their national teams. Um, some played, some didn't. But I, I, you know, there's always a question if there's going to be rust, especially since we rotated heavily in the Toronto match, right? We so our our main stars, our main eleven, didn't really get a lot of minutes. So who who, who do you guys have for stock stock up, stock down? Cleon, we'll start with you. Um, stock up. Um. I don't know. It's odd for this match. It's hard to say someone was up. I don't think anyone. I don't think any one of our people performed um, abnormally better than they usually do. I guess you could say just go the easy route and say Wilder, but um, uh, I, I guess I guess I'll, I guess I'll just have to go with him. I'll stock down. Um, nobody played down either. Is is yeah. Hard. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Yeah, the subs are good too. The subs came in. Yeah, everybody, everybody was fine. Kyle, Kyle Smith made a smart play. He, good, good defensive yeah. play. Smart play. Let one go out. And 
Um, Carlos came in and was huge because they, they, you know, they were speaking of Rex. I mean, they literally were doing it. Walker's room in with John Terry, sending him up to be the striker. They could lump in crosses. And uh, Carlos is so good in the air. Aerial wise, we, we did really well in this match. Um, we, we, we won the aerial duels um, um, 65 to 35 against a big old team like Nashville. That's impressive in my opinion. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's hard to pick. A it was one of those odd, it was one of those odd games where, um, if I did have to say stock down for one person, I would say maybe Angulo. But I yeah. mean, I wouldn't say, but he just he played like himself too, though. Um yeah. you know, he, he's always he, hit or miss. He's always hit or miss. He's he's either, you know, he, he makes the play or he or he doesn't. Right. <laughs> you know and what man, I mean? One time he surprised me. He 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 cut left and then sent across right to the goalie. And then one time he he got the guy going left and I'm like, cut right like you always do, and he didn't. I was like, the one time you could cut yeah. right, you know? Yeah, it was yeah. one of those, it was one of those games to where it was like nobody played, nobody played stand out well, mm-hmm. and no one yeah. played stand out bad. So it was just yeah. yeah, I mean he should have had an assist too, actually. But, um, he made a good pass in the yeah. in the box too. So um I I'll go, I'll go to you, Mike, because so stock up for me, I'm gonna go with Rodrigo Schlegel. It was a question whether Oh, I cut yours off, Mike. You oh, did. You took mine. <laughs> oh man, I, I, um, I, I thought it was a question whether we're going to start with San Antonio Carlos, even though he's been out. And League's Cup, we've been the best team since the League's Cup, and the League's Cup was the last time Jansen and Carlos started a match together. Carlos played in the Toronto one, but not with Jansen. That's been our, our C, you know, our center back duo for the last couple of years, and they've been excellent. But I, I think Carlos, when he has trouble, it's with those smaller guys, the Cucho, the Joseph before the the knees. Um, the, the, um, what's, a Chicha, what is his name? Chicha, the guy was the LAFC with the, with the crazy hair. Chicho Arango. Yeah, Chicho. Uh-huh, Chicho Morada. <laughs> and, uh, um. Arango. No, no, <laughs> you um, call hey, him? <laughs> Chicho Morada. Hey, all, hey, all the Peruvians will know what I'm talking about. That's a, it's a corn, purple, ba- purple drink that's corn-based that is drank in Peru very much. It's the one thing of Peruvian, Peruvian food I do not like. But Chicha Morada, yeah, so they'll know what I'm talking about. But uh, <laughs> there's one guy, one proven, be like, ah, yeah, yeah, so. Um, <laughs> and then, um, like, and then Hani Mukhtar, you know. So I think Rodrigo, as long as he, you know, he, he barely kept us at this time. He, he was a pain in the butt, like usual. But he, his mobility and and I think is it was helpful. And it's a better matchup against Mukhtar. And they kind of play the hot hand, right? I can't blame. It's hard to say Rodrigo's droppable right now. That's it's crazy, right, Cleon? I mean, Cleon, we, we, you're not even talking about how nervous you are that Rodrigo's in the lineup. Like, we normally see him and we're like, dang, you know? Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't, yeah, he hasn't been doing dumb things. No, and, um, and but he played a long ball to Faku. He tried to like catch it, you know, in the yeah, air. If yeah. he let that run a little bit, I think it would have been good. But that was a good ball by Rodrigo too, man. Yeah, to be that was a really good ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he, so Rodrigo, he I, I I said it. I said it on the last pod, uh, the last pod we just did. Yeah, I said he's played well. Yeah. The only the only thing with him is it's just. I always just feel like I'm just waiting for him to. I'm just he, waiting for him to do something. He almost did it. He almost did it right. He he got yeah. the the corner kick and the whole thing right. And he he was on a yellow, and then he he kept call, calling about the foul right or the or the the handball. Oh the yeah, ref, the ref. The ref, the ref was it. like he was done. But he, he that ref was hey that ref was an idiot though, bro. That ref Let's was garbage. Right. He, that game was out of hand. He was terrible. He, he was terrible. And uh, the the ref um, if he didn't have a yellow already, he would have gotten one for that. The oh, ref gave him a little bit of a break. hundred percent. One hundred. I'm gonna give it to Rodrigo. Stock down. I'm like I'm with you. Uh, stock down was a parking situation, but that you know that just that's just the city <laughs> didn't let some of the parking places open because it's a work week, I guess. I don't know, but um, other than that, that's uh, that's it. Because I, I can't think of anybody that had fault. That and I'm impressed with Daggers getting better at defense. It was one because Schaffelberg, that disgusting haircut of his. He uh, he. Um, he he always goes left and man dagger got him so bad he went left before he did like he went he went to his spot before he did and just blocked him off the ball for for a goal kick but he 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 got cooked he got cooked by by Lovitz, though uh later um you know the offsides and uh, the cross of bumberry i think but but so yeah i i, don't, I wouldn't say that stock it's down, so though. it's you so crazy it, he's bringing up dagger bro it's so crazy with dagger cuz yeah. it's when you go back to the signing and you're looking at the house yeah. and you're looking at this and that yeah. Did you ever envision oh like they said he played like a million positions? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I have to be honest. Like I would if if you were telling me what positions he gonna play for us, 
right back would have been the last position I came up with. Really? Yeah, I would have yeah. gone to that maybe like there's someone had mentioned it to me, his ideal position or I thought was his ideal. What he says is ideal is, is the eight box to box eight. That's, that's what, what I thought. He, is, that's what I thought he would. Play. I thought he was. I, I, thought he'd be a backup eight. I thought he was replacing Urso in that Damn. spot. Yeah, that's what I thought he was replacing Urso. Oh, also shout out to Felipe, man. Came in there and. Bro, did, I mean, peak Felipe. And you know what the funniest thing is? He likes tweets that say that. He retweets them. This guy, like I said earlier, Socrates, know thyself. This guy knows himself. <laughs> he is I am. Self-awareness, bro. Self-awareness. Self-aware king. Fully he is, he Self-aware is king. He is. Hey, Mike, now that I took your stock up, who you, who you got? What's your choice? Well, I got I to gotta, I adjust on the fly, and I think I got a good adjustment. Stock up. It's poppy, man. Got to go oh, ahead and give it to him nice. for going ahead. A the hot hand, keeping Rodrigo in there. I also feel like he got the tactics right because we were still very attacking minded, even though it looked like a poppy special on the surface. But like Cleon, it didn't feel like a poppy special. We were still attacking the whole time. Yeah, poppy special. <laughs> poppy special used to be we got three two, shots two on target, two, scored shots. one goal. Like the, poppy special isn't you took twenty five shots. Like, so these guys are going out there. They're wanting to win. Poppy's got their mind right. And I feel like he got the subs right, too. Bringing in Antonio Carlos, bringing in Urso when Wilder went down. Um, you know, obviously, Rodrigo playing on a yellow card because he had that one one foul that was justified on Hani. Uh, there also was one time where he got in Hani's face after he felt he took a dive in the first half. And I thought that was really funny because um, it was reminiscent of that PK that uh, – wasn't that wasn't given against Miami uh, during their first season where he screamed at like, I think it was Pizarro or something when he was down on the floor. Uh, it's an iconic image. I know that we've all seen many times. Oh yeah. 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 But uh, I got no stock up just really has to go to Poppy just because of the fact that I feel like he got everything, got everything right. Subs were right. Felipe was a good call. Urso was a good call. Uh, you know, obviously I'm, I'm a big pro Mark Martino Heda guy. I want to see more Ojeda on the field, but you know, sometimes you have to make the make the decision. This really wasn't a game that needed him because we were yeah, shooting the ball well. We wanted to close it out. Um, so the I game state didn't call for him, him, man. Yeah. yeah, the game state didn't call for Ojeda. It, it is what it is. He's a DP, sure, but but he, he works hard on defense, but he's just a little slow. And yeah. uh, we just we just didn't really didn't need him. And then bringing out Angulo for another midfielder when Felipe was was the right call, and not just the subs of people. The timing was good. Yeah, like I, I that that game didn't need Ojeda. It's no Gaston Gonzalez just to run up and down and lose the ball. Like we didn't need that. You know that was good. And and Smith, I thought I left back for Santos, who was looking gas. Hopefully he's fine. Hopefully Wilder's fine too. The the the, the reports are Wilder's was more precautionary. Um, Santos, I think, was just maybe cramping. But I think it was a good call to put in Smith over Petrasso because Smith will be calmer. Smith's got yeah. playoff experience, you know. And he, he, we, we, at that point, we didn't need anybody bombing up anywhere on the side. We just needed steadiness and Smith. Yeah, and that's why Smith. it was also a good a, a good choice to go ahead and get Ramiro in there over Dunk too, just because that right. still gives you pace up at the front line. Um, because you really lose that pace with Angulo, and yeah, Duncan's not the most pacey guy, so kind of like fusing the qualities of Duncan and Angulo together, you get a little bit of Ramiro. So right, and, just and another, Ram- another play that just makes sense. And Ramiro, the holdup play was actually pretty good when he came on. Yeah. He, yeah. Underrated part of his game. Too. I mean, the guy could leap and just hold up play. He knows how to put a, put, put that booty, drop that anchor like a lineman <laughs> and, and hold, hold it up well. And yeah, I thought, uh, uh you know, work rate was there. Fuck, we worked his pants off, you know, it's Urso came in and, you know, did his runs in the box and, and try our defensive. Cesar, shout out to him. He tactical yellow and didn't get another one. I was worried there because I think ideally you would have taken Cesar out for or so if if Wilder didn't wasn't out for precautionary reasons, you know. And um and also just a shout out to to Duncan and other players with the cramps. You know, we we had some some well timed you know cramps and and little injuries and stuff like that. I'm not saying it was all fake, but. You know, it looked it looked like like Duncan. You know, Duncan's a rookie, but he's got that. You know, he's he's a veteran in the mind. So get guys. So Nashville Tuesday, nine o'clock Eastern time. So eight o'clock Nashville time, right, uh, Mike? They're Central, yeah, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. So I, I was like, what is it at nine o'clock? This is ridiculous. But it's a uh, it, their time, but they're Central. So okay, fine, eight o'clock. But it's school night over there. They they have those uh, camouflage seats, so you, you can't really tell if human beings are in there or not, or it's just Lego pieces. Um, so I, I don't expect. So far, it's not sold out over there in Nashville. Nashville away contingency was was complete garbage. I I don't think they had anybody that that came to this match. I mean, terrible, terrible fan base. 
Um, and uh, can we go repeat our performance that we did earlier in the year? We we shut down Nashville. We shut down Hani Mukhtar, one nothing in Nashville. Poppy special, that iconic picture with uh, Wilder and Cesar hugging with the Nashville logo right behind them. Um, can we repeat that, uh, Mike, and go back there and just close the series out? So that's one of the things that I'm hoping for, man. Um, so for me, one of the things that I was kind of looking at stat-wise, so they had an XG against us in this game of uh, 1.2. Um, now, on that, the surge uh, whiff was 0.6, and the Bunbury uh, miss was 0.46. So 1.06 of their 1.2 or 1.2 came on, on two shots. Um, but then I just wanted to look at it further. Okay. So their last six games in their last six games, they've scored three goals and all of those goals were in the same game. Um, so the other five games, including the one against us just now and the one against us towards the end of the season, they did not score any goals. Um, and their combined their their average xg in those 5 games of the 6 was 0.57 this is a team that even playing in their own house right now they're not creating chances and it's pretty easy to watch hani's frustrated cuz he's not getting anything done surge surge uh, man he you know he he did well and did some good things during the league's cup but he he's starting to look very much like he's got some first season bust written on him at this point um you know obviously i don't want to see players fail sometimes but when they're playing for rivals i'm not going to not i'm not going to hate on it like you know it's kind of funny to see him being bad especially cuz you know they play they paid that english tax to bring him in cuz he cost them 6 million dollars plus 3 million dollars in salary when he plays a less technical game than urchin Kara does like it's one of those things that's it's just not looking not not really looking great um so that's my thing man is there a team that right now is not creating chances and when you're not creating chances and you're in an absolute must-win game they're gonna be a desperate team on tuesday um and desperation can be a hell of a drug so it can either be something that's going to give them a really good performance or it's going to be something that we can expose them and we will tear them to shreds. Um, I'm leaning that it's going to be more towards the other side because we've been clinical. Like, I, I mean, I don't have any reason to believe that we can't handle the pressure of the situation. Um, so that's that's my little analysis. Uh, you asked that you asked me on the pre-show to do look at a little bit at some XG. So I wanted to give you that homework that I did while yeah, we were, appreciate that. While no, we were getting set up. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things, man. I'm looking at it like I don't they're gonna be a desperate team. They're gonna there's gonna be so much desperation in them to come out and win this game. Um and we could beat them. We we can beat them when they're in that desperate mode. Yeah, well, well, Clans, let me ask you this, though. So do you, do you think they have it in them to to maybe put Fafa Pico on? He always gives us trouble a little earlier, earlier Dax, maybe in the midfield or something, and, uh, and you know, press longer? Because they press in spurts, right? They don't press all the time. They sit so deep. You think that they, they have it in them to play differently? And then should we do anything different tactically or lineup-wise when we go to Nashville? Because let me tell you this stat real quick. Uh, so Mike Mike brought up some good points about the scoring. But they have in the last five matches at home, they have four goals. Three came in one game. And three of those they were shut down on. The last goal, so in September 2nd, one to one against Charlotte. Um, as Seattle on the 30th, zero against uh, us on the fourth, we shut them down at home. Then the 14th, they got three to two on, on the revolution. And then the Red Bull shut them down on the 21st at home. So they, they, I mean, three shutouts, three times, goose eggs, no goals at home in the last five matches. You know, it's crazy. Even with the four goals out of five, that's not even a goal a game. So what do you think we should do tactically? And do you think, did Nashville just get a Nashville or they're going to rev this up because of desperation and maybe, maybe attack a little more and allow them to be, you know, get caught in the break or, or, you know, change their lineup. Cause people, the Nashville fans are frustrated. Fafa came on super late, for example. Well, for Nashville, I think they have to, I think they have to, I, I don't think they have a choice in them. I think they have to come out because, because the way Nashville is built and the way they play, what they're, Built to do is either play for a shutout or 
try to somehow shut out and then just steal a goal somewhere and then defend that goal. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, we're perfectly capable of playing that way too. It's like, it's halfway in still in our DNA ourselves. So it's like, um, they upset for our, our players are, I feel like our players are attackers that have been taught to play defense. And that's a great point. And I feel like their players are defenders who you're just trying to get to play defense. Right. I mean, right to, like, to, like to play attack. Like um, a storage storage is a guy that we, you, you lump it across in, you know, and he gets on yeah. the other side of it when, when you need a nick a goal off. Remember I used to always talk about that nick a goal. Off exactly. Yes. That's, that's bunker. them. That's them. Yes. Exactly. Um, that's exactly them. Uh, they, but they, but the thing is they, they, what they have to do is they have to get up on us and then they have to try to defend, hold out and defend that and bunker down and defend that goal. Um, defend that lead. That's how they have to play. So I don't I don't know if they do that by just trying to attack in desperation mode from the beginning, try to get an early goal and then fall back into what they're used to doing. Or if they try to do like you said and bring on bring on these guys to to actually change their lineup to something they're not even familiar with, which I mean, we're very good at counter at bunkering and countering ourselves. So, um, and like I said, we're actually built for that. There, I don't think they are. They just they're built for bunker, not for the counterpart. They're built for bunker. Um, Hani is built. He's a counter, but he's the only guy. You know what I mean? And now, especially with you now, now you're talking about double pivot. You know, they're just going to close in on. Um, and those two, those two are dogs, man. So it's like, um. Could could Hani Hani's talented enough to where yes he could still pull something off he almost did, um, but it's not going to be that easy for him to do, you know what I mean? He's going to need some help, and they really just don't have it. It's literally just Hani on the island, out right, over right. there, and and I don't know what else they're supposed to do. Um, uh, so I feel like they they're going to have to come out and try something. Um, mm-hmm. I can could they come out and just try to go all out from the beginning? With the regular lineup, try to go all out in desperation mode from the beginning and hope they can get an early goal and then defend it. They could, but they could very easily go out there, try that, and we counter on them in a blink of an eye, and we're the ones right. with the lead now. And then they're right. screwed. Because then right, they're right. gonna they're gonna have to try to play that way the entire game. Right. You know what right. I mean? In the um, two ten and I, two without a lead or Yeah, they're not first. and they're not built. They're not built for that. They're not built for that to go out there and try to play that way, helter skelter all game long. We are, <laughs> you know what I mean? We are. And that's a testament to, to how this, uh, what Papi has done. Like I said, there was part maybe is intentional where you have to suffer a little bit to have fun. You know, you got to put in the hard work and then, but now, now we're having more fun. We're playing more fluid. We're playing more instinctual. We're playing more out of a memory. But the, like you said, it half, half of our team is still there. It's in the DNA where if we need to suffer. Mm-hmm. We need a bunker. We can, if we need to control a game with the ball, we can. So I feel like, to answer the you know the, uh, that question I asked you, do you think we need to change anything tactically? My opinion, no, because with our eleven, we could do both. We exactly. Could, yeah, exactly. They they're gonna have to they're gonna have to hope Liao's healthy. Throw in Fafa, you know, do do a couple things, throw the fullbacks up more, you know, and see if they could get something off off of that instead of that comfortable back back four. Like why why do you get a guy like Shaq Moore? And he just sits back all the time, you know. Like, yeah. I know he go he goes up some, and but they have really good fullbacks. They just, it's just you know they off they're just so deep sometimes. It's just baffling, you know. Yeah, if yeah. you look at it, like if you look at us, like in between, um, in between Duncan, Angulo, Faku, and let's say um, Mauricio Dagger. No, not Mauricio, yeah. but more Dagger. Um, because yeah. Mauricio, he he just he always tries to play controlled. Um, yeah. but even that, even that, when we get to helter skelter mode, mm-hmm. even that can help because sometimes he'll just find that pass. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. He'll 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 find that pass to unlock. But those guys, those guys can play in chaos, bro. Like, right. Duncan definitely can play in chaos. Mauricio, Mauricio's pretty way much more his physical. game. <laughs> yeah, um, Mauricio is more physical than people think he is. He'll get, he'll yes, get Mauricio's stuck in. very. Yes, and he's very. Who do you who do you trust doing a final ball? Mauricio, Tufaku, or Duncan? Right. Or who the, it, it, only person I can trust that make a pass there maybe Dax, 
to Mukhtar, but Mukhtar is good at making passes, right? But to who? To Sturridge? Yeah, but who's he going to pass to? Exactly. He needs to be passing to himself. Right, exactly. Like, you want you want him passing. <laughs> Bro, yeah, exactly. Because he's the most dangerous saying. guy they got. They're only right, the, right. really the only dangerous guy they got. Right, right, right. right. And does Sturridge had the few, that, that one game where he had a couple goals, and Hani fed them all, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, you're right about the chaos. If we need to get chaotic, we need to get stuck in, we need to... We need yeah, to we, we can do some it. people. We can, we, do we can do either all way. Yeah. It's it's in our DNA. Absolutely, Mike. Are you say it's something? not foreign to us. No, I was just going to echo and say, like you guys are absolutely right. I don't change a dang thing uh, tactically from what we did in this first game. We go go the same way, uh, and I'm just kind of like I was curious because I was looking at it. So I'm looking at their three best like central midfielders that they're rocking with. Um, Sean Davis is thirty. Annabelle Godoy is 33. Dax McCarty is coming off of an injury and is 36 years old. Like we can run through that midfield. Like our midfield should be able to overpower that midfield. And I feel like this, especially with guys like Angulo in the starting lineup, like that pace should cook that midfield. And it's especially if they're running, you know, pushing forward because of the fact that they need to win, win, win this game. Um, it's really going to be one of those things that I think is just going to open up more and more for us on the counter to be able to expose that defense. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No. And, and it's a thing that like, yeah, this team doesn't give up a lot of goals because of the way that they play, but like they are a team that absolutely can get beaten by them overthinking it. Um, and, and I think that's like a thing that happened when they played Atlanta earlier this year. Like they played Atlanta um, right after they got knocked out of League's Cup and like they got cooked. Like same lineup pretty much with the exception of I think Walker Zimmerman, same lineup that played against us and they lost four nothing. Like, right. you know, um, they, they, they can get exposed in those situations. Uh, and you have to take advantage of that, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think we can. I, I, I think so absolutely too. think we can. And, and I think I think the fact that they had a uh, Angulo and Faku so narrow in there was just to, to load up numbers on those center backs and the midfielders, you know, so that you 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 can bring up some width from, from the fullbacks. I thought that was a, a good approach. And if I, I mean, there was some ball times where Angulo and Faku and Mauricio, I mean, just carried, you know, and just triangles up the pitch and just carried the ball all the way to their defense, you know, to their back line. So, you know, it's there. It's there to take. Well, times for predictions, fellas. I'm going to say, I'll go first. I'm going to say we're going to pop you special them again because it'll be hilarious. Um, one nothing. And this time, I'm going to give it to a, you know what? Duncan ain't going to miss like that twice. I'm going to give it to Duncan. Duncan, Duncan one nothing. Um, so, um, uh, Cleon, Dun- Duncan won nothing in Nashville. Um, who do you got? What's the score? No, I think, I think this is, this is definitely a multiple goal game to me. Um, uh, this is a game where it's going to be desperation for them. So they're going to have to open up. So they'll get lit. Mind you lit for Nashville. It's giving up two goals. So I'm going to say it's going to be two. I think they get a goal this time. I think it'll be two to one Orlando. And then we go through. I'll say, um, as far as goals, I'll say, I'm going to say Duncan. Duncan gets the first. Um, actually, no, let me switch that. I'll say Faku is going to get the first. Nice. Um, Faku will get the first. And then um, goal two will be will be in chaos mode. And I think that'll be Duncan. Gotcha. Like a, like a putback or something, a rebound? Or just just out of nowhere, no, uh, one just one of those Duncan, just out of nowhere, right? Just Mike. chaos, bull in a China shop type of deals. Yeah, I love that guy, uh, Mike. What do you got? So, I, uh, I I think similarly to you, gentlemen, I'm going to go Orlando two nothing, uh, because again, we're going to go ahead. They're they're going to be pushing numbers forward. We're going to get a goal in the first half because we're going to be able to expose them. Then they're going to push even more forward, and then we're going to get them late to finish the game off. Um, that's my prediction. It's going to be two, nothing. Give me Duncan in the first half. Uh, Angulo with the counter speed in the second half. I wanted to go Angulo so bad. Yeah, the counter I really speed, like I think is going to be, is going to be lethal. Um, and I can see him getting through on that. I like it. I like it. I can see everything you guys are saying. I could totally see happening for sure. Yeah, so guys, it's one of those things. I, I could see them scoring goals too. I could see them getting mm-hmm. like we're not the like we're great defensively. I wouldn't say that we're the most stout defensively, but man, mm-hmm. I just I 
next level analytics, man, looking at the XGs and everything and just eye test. This team is like allergic to the net right now. Like, and I'm not trying to be mean and pile on them. It's just like straight up. No, be mean, pile on. Their, their, their shots are, are poor and the good shots that they're getting, they're missing. Like, right. like, I don't know if it's just the entire attacking team's got the yips or what, but like, I like, it's just what we're saying. Like, continue. I, don't know, I don't know if Surridge is bad because he's just not that great of a player or is it the Gary Smith tactics or is it a little bit of both? Like yeah. it's one of those things. I don't, I don't know what their problem is, but man, this team, like I said, just attacking wise, like, cause you guys all know I watch too much soccer as it is. Like I debatably watch more than all of you guys. <laughs> like, no, uh, that's true. I mean, I don't have kids. So like, you know, that's a big part of it. I have more free time like, and soccer. You watch is... more MLS than us for sure. Yeah, that's true. Probably. Yeah. Oh, um, I watch some MLS. Oh, no, no, no. I don't. I don't. I just want to. I don't. Yeah. That's true. Well, like, I forget. Watch, as, 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 and that's the thing is, I've watched a good amount of Nashville because since they're an hour behind us, like we usually catch like the second half of their games on like MLS 360 and stuff like that after we're done. And man, like I said, it's even watching like on decision day, like I felt like I didn't need to watch our game because of like the fact that it, it didn't matter that much because we couldn't go up, we couldn't go down. We played pretty much a B squad and still won the game. So what was I caring about? I was watching the the the, the Nashville Red Bulls performance because that game had a lot riding on it. And man, just watching them lose to a team that needed to win to get in the playoffs entirely and just they it was a bad performance, bad penalty. Like they just they they had nothing going forward against the Red Bulls. They had 0.54 xG, a team that like was so bad that they, this I think them them in Kansas City I think their wins like that was the first time they were above the playoff line all year and it was the last week of the season after the final game like like yeah it's just one of those things like I'm not like you know I'm piling on here a little bit thick but like I just I don't see them being able to attack well like yeah. you know they yeah. they have they haven't done it since League's Cup ended. There's one yeah. good game, and that was a three-two win against New England. So, like, even defensively, in the midst, it was stellar for what they normally do. Right, but that that means that means that they they were open, they were trying to get goals, and you know, in a New England team that was in a bit of a mess, you know, at the time, that mm-hmm. was more in the bit that was more in their transitionary period too than it is now. So, yeah, for yeah, sure. we just what? we just cannot we just cannot give them a goal because that they struggled to make their own. So we can't. Give a dumb penalty or no, nothing stupid like that, bro. Like, right, right, right. We're gonna be fine. Yeah, Mukhtar. I mean, he was uh, eight dives or something. Some Cincy looking fan, for him, bro. He's looking for some. Him. Yeah, some Cincy fan had a had a had had a count. You know, his XG was terrible. His everything, his numbers were terrible. And eight dives or something, they counted. I mean, he was he was he was hilariously you know flopomatic there. But uh, speaking of of um, speaking of flops, <laughs> shout outs. Anybody got any shout outs? I don't have any. So that's my flop right there. I can't think of anything. You know, shout out to Great Middle School, man. My daughter just uh, just was Lucy in the production of uh, Your Good Man Charlie Brown, and uh, you know, they, they it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So they they did they did really well. Shout out to to Great Middle School in uh, Groveland, Florida, for that one. Anybody have any shout outs? Uh, that's awesome, man. That's always a good shout out. Happy happy that your daughter's doing great with that. I'm just gonna shout out to Twitter beef. Stop it, y'all. Right, <laughs> bro. Jeez. Like Dance stop well. it, man. It, it's just stop engaging. It's not worth it. It's annoying. Like, I mean, I don't like guys. I think I'm getting old. Like, that's what it is. Like, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, y'all just quit it. <laughs> <laughs> just say something nice to each other. And get it over with. Uh, that's the yeah. thing is like, I'm be, I, I was being mean and ragging on them a little bit here, but like, man, I just like nothing good's coming from it. You guys are just all yelling at each other all the damn time. It's just, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm like the old guy yelling at the cloud meme. Like, yeah, you know, did, y'all kids did, stop. <laughs> And the disbands between, you know, it's fun to bands between rivals. This is just stupid, you know. No, yeah, this, this is just natural. It's, it's it's going stuff's going too far. Like you're bringing families, you're bringing addresses. Like everyone, stop that stuff. Like stop, yeah. stop. It's it, it, it ain't that. It ain't that serious. <laughs> yeah, especially when it started off of, all started off of talking about, about like you know, ticket sales or something. And it just blew yeah. up for no stinking reason. So, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, you know, I do have a quick shout out. Shout out to Gary Smith. You know, I, honestly, I think 
I think that Nashville fans, you know, look, we, where's a lot of poppy out stuff and look how he turned things around. I really think you should double down on Gary Smith and get more players he likes. Get as many English guys as you guys like as many. You don't need international spots, just Americans and then maybe an English guy here and there. And uh, just just, you know, I really think you should invest in Gary Smith and give him a chance. You don't you don't want to you don't want to go too quick with, with firing coaches. So shout out to Gary Smith. He, you know, he's having a tough week this week. I, you know, and he, look, he defends deep, but you, it's Tennessee. It's a deep, deep south. So he's playing some, you know, Confederate football there. Deep south uh, tactics. So. Cleon. Well, as you all know, yesterday was Halloween. And oh. as everyone knows, I'm all about the kids. I love, I love, I love, I love little kids, especially kids that's not mine. I love the kids. <laughs> that's that's all I'm about. Propaganda. So, so you know, you know, after about the the second knock on my door, I was I was already done. I was like, no, I'm not doing this all night. So I just, you know, I stuck the, I stuck the whole, I stuck the whole little candy thing outside, right by the doorbell. You know what I mean? So, um, I also left a little. It's it's trick or treat. It's not just treats. You got to teach these kids the right way. So, of course, did I maybe possibly put a fake snake right by the grass and right by the candy thing where they had to go ring the doorbell? Yes, I did. Yes. Yes, I did. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yes, I, I did. wish I did that. So, 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 so did I sit here in my office as it's right outside of my, right outside of my, my, my front porch and my ring doorbell? where the candy was hearing little kids scream all night. Do you think I took joy and pleasure out of hearing little kids scream and cry running away from my house all, all night last night and hearing parents go y'all wrong for that. <laughs> Do you think I took pride and pleasure in hearing these little five and six year old kids run away in terror? Yes, I did. <laughs> damn right. Yes, I did. Damn yeah, right I was going to say, I love And I cannot kids. wait and I cannot wait for next Halloween so I can do it all again. Oh, nice. That's funny, man. Because you're, you're talking about you love the kids. I mean, you're literally that Jordan meme about the kids, like the human version. You know, it's up for yours. You know, the older I get to, the less, I, you know, I just like my kids. Sometimes, you know, we had a little birthday. Bro, I don't even, I love my kids all the time. Yeah, I don't I love always my like my kids all the time. I love them all the time. Yeah. And yeah, I tell you. We had a little birthday party and it was like a girl one. It was like a spa thing. I was like, I'm I'm gonna hop up and play FIFA while you guys are doing nails and cute cucumbers and masks. You know, I was like, I don't want a bunch of little kids playing like foot baths. I'm like, I don't need to be around a bunch of little kid feet. I'm out of here, man. So yeah, so uh, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, also too, the little 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 jerk, little uh, I won't say that word. Uh, he did. Um, every year we we put out we, we go trick or treating to this other family other neighborhood it looks all idyllic like halloween town it looks perfect you know my, mine's just a, a lame suburban exurban circle where i live and uh we we leave our candy outside and every year I, I bet it's the same kid someone just jacks all our candy so one kid got got a got a backpack or something and just put a whole bucket in there and then went back double fisted into the other bucket mm -hmm. and then his friend had a, his friend had morals was a good upstanding citizen he he doesn't want to do it and then he looks like you could watch him in the ring camera, peer pressure, live in action, bait him. And he comes back and double fists me, the other kid. So by eight o'clock, we left like a, we left six something by eight o'clock, two buckets. I'm talking about big buckets were just gone, just completely gone. We're, you know, people come into the door and there's nothing there anymore. So, geez. I hope that kid gets put a, You need to put a, a lifelike real snake out there, bro. I'm telling you, get him every right. time. Right. I got a bushes. I'm going to be perfect. You can walk up the kid. It was right by the, it's right I, by I the hope heads, that, bro. I hope that kid gets cavities, root canal, and diarrhea. All right, Mike, your turn. <laughs> oh, Lord, man. Uh, I just wanted to, because you mentioned the whole keep Gary Smith uh, thing. I just wanted to, because I talked about this earlier uh, in our group chat this morning. I just wanted to give a shout out to midseason adjustments. Uh, Nashville through the first 10 games had 15 points. We had 14. Their final 10 games, Nashville had 11 points. We had 23. Midseason adjustments are important and getting them right is important. We got them right. We're doing good. Uh, Gary Smith forever. So, yeah, <laughs> Gary Smith forever. Yeah, the, the pride of England, Gary Smith. All right, fellas. I think on that, we're out. We look out for Dad Pod after the, the Tuesday um, on Twitter. If you're on Instagram or whatnot, just just get just you know get a little Twitter, get get on there. We'd like to hear from the fans. If you don't, if you haven't heard it, um, we do a live reaction show post game, and uh, people can can chime in and and uh, give their piece. And we got a lot of people speak on it. It's it's a it's a good time. 
And, uh, and then we'll, we'll pot after that next week. But Tuesday, 9 o'clock Eastern time, uh, we got the match to knock out Nashville. Um, so with that being said, uh, quick question, quick question, one last question. Mike, did you like the towels? Yes or no? I got two towels behind me, one from the first playoff game against NYCFC and one from when they announced our franchise uh, Cheyenne Saloon in 2013, I think it was. Oh, nice, nice. I love it. It's love got it. the yeah. old MLS logo on it. Like, I, got the old, I got the OG the towel. Old? This is the OG oh, one. I, okay. I got the oh, too yeah. late. To, I got the too late to get. Um, I got oh, the too, too late I'll... to get the one this week. Bro, you see, I, I got the same one right there. Yeah, yeah, you got. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to say, bro, you got there later. Me, how'd you get a towel? But no, uh, I didn't. You, I didn't get one. You snatched it from that girl you made move. Let's not lie. You snatched she was awesome, man. She was awesome, but. Yeah, she yeah. had to. Oh. She had to. She had to slide. <laughs> All right, fellas. So with that said, uh, we'll end on that note. Vamos Orlando. See you guys next week. Vamos. Thanks for joining us this week on the Orlando Lions Den podcast. Don't forget to follow us at Orlando Lions Den on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week in the Den.